Well, family, welcome to Dr. Lovely's Couch Cafe. It's your host, Dr. Lovely here. Um, it's, it's my little pumpkin joining us today. Say hey, good. Shalom, nigga. Shalom. Bid the folks shalom. Shalom. Um, and if you don't know, shalom means complete and full. Do you remember what shalom's mean? What shalom means? It means in within wholeness, with complete wholeness, actually, at peace. But it's not like a piece of something, but it's it means. Full and complete wholeness mm-hmm. in every area of your life. And then we're breaking it down where each letter means we destroy the authority attached to chaos. When we break each letter down individually and what they mean. So, um, yeah. oh, I didn't forget to tell you. I have a, um, so, so I applied... Don't know why I applied, but I did. I applied for a position at the jailhouse. The jailhouse? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's paying $58 an hour. I bet it is. Yeah. Which jailhouse? It's about two hours away. Closer. It's like going back to Montgomery. Okay. So, if I get it, I might move back home. Move back that way. What you think about that? Brother. Your brothers just be up here. We'll be back that way. You know me. That's where you go. You go where I go. Where you go. Ain't nothing up here. Let's. As long as I get out of here. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, ain't nothing up this way, so might as well go that really, way. No. Yeah. Nothing keeping this, huh? Not really. All right. Um. Woo, yeah, that's we gonna be living good, girl. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna get out of here. Yeah. I'm good with that. You good with it? I really don't care where I go. Yeah, where I care. As long as you with me. As long as it's a nice place. As long as it's a nice place. Yeah. No, we gonna find us a house this time. It's a nice bathroom. You have your own bathroom. I have my own bathroom. Exactly. So today was very interesting. Um, I I had I told you about the black couple. They had the baby. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and I was thinking to myself. To maybe. Maybe. I might. You might. Adopt. I've been saying that for a long time. Yeah, I was telling her about. Well, I was telling her I wanted another baby. She can't have any babies. Uh-huh. Well, no, she did. She got three. She had three kids, just like me. Uh, uh, and she got like, she got some more kids. Uh, uh, let's see, three oh, and two, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. She has seven others. She adopted the Uh Three of them, she says she adopted. The other ones are fosters. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
I really wanted my own kid, though. I, I wanted to do the whole Nan situation, but moving on, family, goddamn. So, <laughs> I got a few, I got I got a little some, some, something. What? That dream I had. Remember I had that dream? What dream? You don't remember the time I had that dream about those two kids? Oh, the babies. Yelling. At you? At me. About like leaving your mom? Yeah. Because they got on you about being disconnected from your mommy. Yeah. I remember that. Day. And it was like, Crying because he was yelling at me. And you're like, I'm not me, it's not me, the one. I wonder why you're not me. I wonder why you're not me. It could be the other way around. The kids didn't? It could be. It could have been. It could be. It could be me and my mother. Yeah, it could have been. It could be. Yeah. Here. No, because it's not always about you. It could be, it's, it's someone close to you um, with a, a similar background. Kind of like, remember when I was, yeah. Okay, moving on, goddamn. It was a boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's interesting. We'll definitely have to pray on that one. You still ain't got the revelation in that one. But you didn't have no. it again. No, I didn't. Interesting. Thank God for the Torah. Thank God for Torah. It's always that one person clapping. I've been. I've been. Even a Don Moshe. Didn't allow. You've been in the what? I've been in the thing today. I've been thinking. You've been thinking. You ain't been the only one thinking. I've been thinking. Chest ties myself. I spent. I spent. I think I left my office much. Well, I had a lot going on today. So, you was chest your own self? Mm hmm. Oh, shit. Yep. And what it do? Been going on all day. Man. Repented all day. You know, we were talking about, um, I was talking about, because, you know, I got my little coworker <laughs> on the side said, of the fence. You said, you said, you said to me. Nigga, I've been confirmed. In the hallway, I was like, yeah, I mean, you ain't got to tell me. I've already been thinking about it. Nigga. You know, um. Like, you ain't need to tell me that. <laughs> You've been tearing your own ass up? Yes. You know, let me tell you. And I was like, I'm not even living up to my own name. Ooh, no, you didn't. Disgraced my own day. Okay, okay. I was like, wow, that uh, really hurt. That ooh. really hurt. Ooh. So listen. Man, listen, listen. So I, um. That hurt. That hit me hard. Nigga, you got me, you got me thinking very deeply now. That hit me real So, hard. so, <laughs> we talking about, listen. So, the most interesting thing that happened to me today was having a dialogue with the, with man, with the brothers. But the thing I saw today was so beautiful, mind you. So I have a client that came in with anxiety, mm-hmm. and it's so bad. Um, but the thing that was so beautiful about it, which I didn't get to tell you, was her stepdad has been in her life for three years, okay. and the relationship between them. Is so good. They have a very close relationship. You can tell she's so comfortable with him. That's good. And um, you don't always get that. No, Those but he was he was like, you could see that he wants her to have good self esteem. He's like connected. He's like encouraging. You can see the whole like effective parenting. You know how black you know normally black men don't like to interact, but 
he's been really good with the kids. His brother was cutting up, but now he got it together. It's like seeing the functional family unit that I always talk about. And you could tell he walks in his headship. Because you could see it because the wife wasn't there. She came later on. And I could see the way she was, you know, how she was with him. And you could tell um, that he had to straighten out some stuff, but the family is functional. You know what I'm saying? And it's so. And I was telling her, I said, you're so blessed. You're blessed because he's in his, pro- in his proper place. And not only is he in his proper place, because he's in his proper place. The family is functioning. Yeah. So it's like God showing me all the things you've been hearing me teach and, and talk about when it comes to walking in that and proper authority. You understand? And I was laughing because we, I, cause we had to ask him, like, you know, about their religious background because it's a big component to therapy. Um, yeah. And he's like, yeah, we go to church. Um, but the mama is really religious. <laughs> you know, I don't believe in all that. I was like, mm, here we go. So <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, I can see. He said, yeah, yeah. Now some stuff be, you know, that, yeah, it don't match with what's going on in the world. I said, oh, okay. So I went for the have that dialogue with them um, because <laughs> just wasn't fit to do it. You know, you can tell, you can tell the people to have the dialogue with and the people not. Mm-hmm. People before them, dialogue was amazing, and and it was beautiful because you could tell this brother read his word. So every time I said something, resonated, clicked, understood, didn't give me a rebuttal. Soon as I hear it, he said, oh, oh, mm, okay, okay, okay. Then I hit it with another, poop, 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 mm, mm, mm. I said, okay, so I'm going to hit you with one more, and I'm going to mic drop it. And I was telling Adonaya earlier, I said, um, guess what the mic drop was? The nigga said, what? I said, nigga. It was. You can't die for another man's sin. <laughs> he was like, oh, that was the one. You can't die for another man's sin. No one can die for another man's sins. Each person has to pay or repay their own sin individually. So he was like, oh, yeah. Listen, he knew the scripture. He knew it. I said, so, I said, so the real, real thing is people are not studying the word, nor are they reading the law, statutes, and the commandments, because had you done it, and I told him, I said, it's, it's funny because Christianity gives people excuses for fucking up and fucking over folks, because you can just ask God for forgiveness. You don't have to make restitution or you don't have to fix what you broke. I said, really what you have here is what the Torah represents is this. You have to atone for the wrongs you've done. But remember, God says, fix what you did with your brother first before you bring me an offering. Not all um, violations are atoned for. You sleep with another man's wife, you can't atone for that. You can't give that back. You can't fix that. There's nothing you can do to repair that. 
Now, if you take some shit from somebody, you could atone for that. Your restitution fee is you got to pay back three times of what you took. Then you got to put the work in to restore that relationship to bring it back to where it is. Once you have atoned or made it right with your brother, then you come see me. That's solidified. I did what I was supposed to do, which was make things right with the person I offended. Now, God, I'm coming to you for forgiveness. Make things right with God. Uh-uh. I'm, yes. It's just, it's basically telling God I did what I was supposed to do. But I ain't going to keep fucking up. That's the problem. See, you got to. I made the restitution. Mm -hmm. I made the correction, God. Now here is my sacrifice to show you that I did what I was supposed to do. Boom. It made you accountable for your actions. All right, then. See, but you ain't. The, the, the Christians only give you half of the story. They don't lay it out for you right. It's because they don't tell it from the cultural perspective. And you have to understand it from the cultural perspective. Damn. You mean to tell me the Torah is about making motherfuckers accountable for the bullshit they've done? Yes. Yes, it is. You wrong. You make restitution. Once you fixed it, now you ask for forgiveness. There are other things that can't be atoned for. If you kill somebody, you can't fix that. There is no atonement for it. If you accidentally killed them, the city of refuge. So, so the family ain't mad and hot no more. So you got a place to protect you until... The family is no longer angry about what took place. Mm -hmm. yeah. Come on here. You can't tell me it ain't a just God. Y'all ass just don't know. You still have to pay that for it as well. You still got to pay. You did. You, you did. You did it wrong. Even though it wasn't your fault. You know what I'm saying? But it's still murder nonetheless. Yeah. You can't you you can't really pay restitution. No, but because remember there is no atonement for murder. It wasn't it wasn't it, it wasn't it was an unjust or it, it wasn't on purpose. Which is why you have that's why he gave you a place to seek asylum. Uh-huh. Why you think that's where the, the Catholics got it from? Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. A place you can go. <laughs> you better lay low. All right, niggas, I'm just moving on. To come into the midst of a corrupt Israel. That he pulled the tablets. Rather than to bring it into the midst of a backsliding people.
felt in his heart that he was a priest. And he meant it. Regardless the feelings of other people, he meant it. What I know my teacher for is goodness. And it ain't my job to speak negative against anyone that God brought to a certain distance that enlightened thousands of people. We gotta watch him. We gotta watch our feelings. He had us opening up the Torah that went like this. We used to sing it. Ha ha Torah. Ha ha Torah. Petak ha Torah. Renimu. Aksha. Whereby shall we return unto thee, Lord, for thy word to be fulfilled. Actually, I changed the melody. By thy Lord, Lord, by our In our minds it is to be instilled. You know, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Petak is open in the Torah. And in the prayer book, the Torah, Torah. We have a prayer for opening. Oh, he got the, he, the I got the, the prayer book now. I got I got to order it. And it's We're going to go there right now. And we got to be thankful because God is putting it on those. He's putting it on them that claim to be us, that's not us, that is in the land, not doing the law. The state of Israel. Let me tell you now, Goddamn, did I send you the video? Of Kwame Nfume out in front of Washington talking about um we ain't we ain't gonna say we hate the Jews and we um and we we um we just stand against injustice and um and and what's being done to the people over there. Now niggas I didn't told y'all niggas. It ain't nothing nice coming. Now, if you got them Muslims, mind you now, they've been saying it since they came on that land. 
that they ain't respecting no peace treaty because the people of Israel left their black and came back white. That the people that took over that land have no historical nor biological heritage to be sitting in that land. Now, all of a sudden, all y'all niggas around here talking about y'all Israel, man. (laughs) And you don't think what's going on have anything to do with y'all ass? And you don't think there gonna be some repercussions for niggas ass? The way they rallying up behind the Muslims right now? I told you about that prophecy a long time ago. I told you God was going to make niggas cry too. He going to make them cry. And all the niggas that don't know him. See, this is the problem. Y'all ain't paying attention to prophecy. Because y'all so busy working and doing your own shit and not really paying attention because you can't. But you're not really seeing what's going on. Niggas, California didn't shut down. They got gates and shit all up and through San Francisco. Only cars can go down the street. You can't even cross the street because it got gates everywhere. Chemical spills and fires and shit. Niggas. One day y'all gonna learn to listen to my... Uh, Anyway, moving on, goddamn. I'm just saying, you know. Hallelujah for that. You understand? So our job is not to return to God with a hatred that rises up over the fear of God, meaning what we're supposed to do in our return to God. Mm-hmm. It's God over everything. God over your madness. God over your anger. God over what you feel about this people and that people. Huh? What I want. Niggas, how about, how about what 
the genetic actually shows is they actually are hermetic. Hermetic, not shamanic. Ashkenazis, niggas. Ashkenazis. Their connection is more closer to... Y'all ready, niggas? Y'all ready? The Ethiopian. (laughs) Oh, shit, niggas. I bet. I bet you didn't. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you know what he mean by when he said we waking up to go back to sleep, y'all ass still following after Christ. I'm just saying. Expecting this shit to backfire, but you already know they also got their Messiah. Y'all keep forgetting about this. Where all the world is, they got y'all thinking of revelations now because they got to pull this revelation situation shit off on y'all ass. They got to make it true. Now, I'm just saying, it's already didn't took place based on the shit they got in a way. I'm just saying. Yeah. 
What you look to receive, you got to make sure you're giving it out. Come on now. God don't favor us because of what he named us. Because if he did, we... Pause, pause. What, what was it, niggas? What was it? You always hear me talking about that. Fair exchange ain't a robbery. Doing to others as we have them do unto ourselves. When somebody assists and help. What's wrong with saying, do you need anything from me? How can I help you? When, when, do you need something? I know it's been a while. I ain't heard from you. Are you all right or something? I don't know. Shit. <laughs> Just was checking on you, goddamn. Did you need something? I heard you was under the weather. I heard you was going through something. Shall I be an assistance to you in any way? Or knowing that they going through something and just sending something. Just say, oh, I was thinking about you here. You know, get you a sandwich or a burger or something. I don't know. Shit. When do we look out for those that help us too? Why don't we check or return the same favor that someone gives unto you? Why don't we check to see if somebody need to eat, need some assistance sometimes? Why don't we do this? All we know how to do is take and ask. But to give... Come on. And inquire. Don't take shit. You know. I'm, I'm going to be quiet. Go on, Baba Biz. Right now. You understand? It's time to return to God. What do you see out there that's beneficial or that's magnificent or that's great? What do you see out there that's greater than the promise that God has given us and our children after us? What do we see? If you made up your mind and you say, I'm an Israelite, now we, here comes the hard part. You got to prove, we got to prove that we're serious about this. Huh? So when the adversity comes, Why do you think many are the ills of the righteous? Hmm. Huh? You go through it in feelings and emotions. He even lets you receive some pain, but the end of the matter is, you want to see that you be able to say, Toda, Toda Thank you, God. Yeah. You'll be able to say, Thank you, God. You brought me through this. Because he had to try you. Huh? What was that all about? What was that all about? I'm just going with my shit. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing. <laughs> the worst thing. <sighs> Told I ya. Yeah. Told I ya. I understand. Uh-huh. To prove you. So that you be able as well as him to see the real you. Mmm. 
to see the real you. Because sometimes we need to look in the mirror. Say we ain't shit. Shit don't stink. I'm fucked up. I fuck over folks. I do people wrong. This is what I look like. This is how people experience me. Nigga. You know, no, see, you got to be able to look yourself in the mirror and say that. I know. I do. You got to be able to say, I be fucking up. I do. And I need to make some corrections. I do. And start making some motherfucking corrections. Because if shit don't bother you when you do wrong, nigga, you be on reproach. It's supposed to. But the problem is, it's stuff that bothers us, bother us, and we know we wrong, but we don't fix that shit either. Yeah. And that's the worst part, when you know you wrong, and you don't fix it. And you just keep fucking over folks, or you keep being offensive, and you know you being offensive, and you not changing that shit. See, that's a whole nother thing right there. And then you want to stand in it, or deal, and walk in it, with a badge on your... Chest like, yeah, nigga, I just told a nigga off, and that's what I did, and I'm all right with that. We forget God see all kinds of shit. We forget God is holding us accountable. As I stated before, Torah keeps balance. As the man said before, a just weight and balance is what? God's delight, meaning fairness and equality. Or equity. I be dealing. Matter of fact. Matter of fact. This was something that was bothering me over the weekend. And I said the next time I did my podcast. I would do it. So niggas. Listen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to anyone I might have offended. Or said something wrong to. That they might have. No, let me not say they might have. I was sometimes I mean to be offensive, goddamn, and and I I was wrong, and I mean this by any Christians or anybody listening over the line where I made you feel bad because you was a Christian or whatnot. I apologize for that because I was out of line and I should not do that. I think some people, I, I and I think the thing about it is it it, it comes from a place of frustration because. Y'all, y'all Christians be making me mad. I, I'm just sorry. And it's not right for me to take it out on all Christians. But I mean, you know, a lot of y'all be making me mad as hell. I'm just saying. And that's from frustration. And I'm wrong for taking my frustrations out. But you also hear me tell you. And I'm not making justifications for the shit I do. But you do be hearing me saying I was doing the same fucked up shit too. I mean, like, damn. But programming is real as a motherfucker in America, goddamn. Y'all under programming from the day y'all step into the school system. <laughs> Did I tell you, Scribe, was like that video you sent me on the educational system was fire. Nigga. I'm going to have to tag that in this video. I mean, in the um in the thing so y'all can see that video. I already knew all of the things that were said, right? I think it was the best video I ever seen compiled with the information to really explain it all in a nutshell for you about your experience and why y'all kids be in a bad place because they don't know how to, they don't know how to, um, 
think uh uh shit what was it what was the word what was the word i'm looking for critical thinking thank you <laughs> critically <laughs> you know i'm always talking about that and, and it just supported it all it's the stuff that you see critical thinking is, is important because it's decision making it helps you make correct and proper decisions you understand and, and, and it makes the way you live your life the way you make decisions you know what i'm saying appropriately but most of our folks don't think critically they have an inability to actually make proper decisions. They make fucked up choices. And then when they get in a place where they in a hole with some stuff, and I'm not just talking about finance, I'm talking about situ- relationships, all kind of shit. Y'all, be, y'all don't think critically on no level. And when someone is bringing in new information to you, you, you make it difficult to receive it, but it's not your fault. It was the way you were taught. You were taught to think a particular way and you were taught to reject new information that's given unto you if it doesn't fit a narrative of what you were taught. You were taught to follow certain principles and not really deviate from it. So when someone brings you new information, you don't know how to handle it. Critical thinkers take information and then they decide whether or not they want to accept it. They wear the options out and they try to figure it out. But they're also going to do the research to search it out to see whether or not the information that's given unto them is correct or, um, let me not say correct, um, valuable. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it. When you recognize information as being valuable or invaluable. And I think that's really the problem is we're not capable of taking information and saying, okay, this, this information is valuable. I might not be able to utilize it right now, but I'm going to set some time away and kind of look into this and see if it's going to work for me or not. That's free thinkers. People who are taught to think freely takes information that they find to be valuable to them. But People who are not taught to think freely automatically reject all new information if it doesn't fit in the confines of your ideology. So you reject it without considering it. That sets the the issue is that you automatically reject it without considering it because it doesn't fit the mold of what you've been taught. And that's when they got your ass. Because that's how they actually work. You're not going to consider any information where you got to do the work. And that's really it. Especially if there's no reward. Yes. Which is why the educational system rewards your ass with grades. Yes. To make you feel like you, you get automatic... um not automatic, um, instant gratification. Yep. It teaches instant gratification. From men's perspective, yes. That's what it is. Yeah. You feel good. You I got an A. By I worked hard. I got an A. Got a Yay, that's my reward. Your, everything is based on a reward system. Mm-hmm. Which makes it difficult for you to consider information that's not always about reward. What do they call that? Uh, the, the one that 
that. You talking about automatic um uh, uh condition uh, positive reinforcements. Positive Um, you talking about um, what's his name? Um, the one who put his kids in the damn cage. Yeah. Mhm. I can't remember his name right now, but it'll come to me later. Uh, uh conditioning response. Mhm. Mhm. Then he had the dog salvating. Uh huh. I, I, it'll hit me later. All right, y'all.
So let us glorify this king. Mm -hmm. That when we open up the Torah, it's a blessing above all blessings. Because if we receive the word of God and live in it, the benefits are greater than anything that mm -hmm. our mind could think of. That's why you know. Let me tell you something. I've seen a lot, family. I've seen a lot. And seeing a lot makes you cool down because you got to realize the Israelites are sick. Mm -hmm. They're sick. They hear the word of God and they still nasty mouths. Mm. They hear the word of God and they still don't come. You understand what I'm saying? I see the pickup. And I thank God. You understand? That means that some people are hearing the words, man. You understand? And it takes change for us to elevate. And you get into the place where it, truly, like, when you... What you're basically saying is the word is supposed to transform you. But if you follow on Torah, it's completely different than Christianity. Niggas. Niggas, I'll be in here. Fuck it. I'll be fucked up. <laughs> I listen, listen, niggas, I really do. What? Niggas, niggas, I swear to God, I'll be in here with you know, like that. It's a it's a it's a it's one where I tell you not you're supposed to you're not supposed to go tail bearing. And I promise you, every time somebody Ooh, nigga, I went to work today. I said, I ain't gonna tell Bear today. <laughs> I got in there like, see, you're always doing some shit. Then we start talking. I mean, like, oh shit, I'm doing it. I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Nigga, <laughs> I, mean, I swear to God, I'd be like, ooh, we got it again. Because tell Baron is pretty much spreading rumors or just talking about your frustration to someone else. Yeah. As you continue on spreading it around. You can't do it. Nigga, that's a very bad problem. Yeah, nigga. I, I, I'm like, God, you're going to really have to work on my shit. Because, nigga, <laughs> I grew up with a gossiping ass house. Oh, nigga. Woo! Nigga, nigga, nigga. Oh, all of them be, they be like, I'm telling. Then they going to tell the other one. Then they going to tell the other one. Next thing you know. Damn, here you get a call like, God damn, I just told your ass. Next thing you know, everybody calling your ass. You, I, I'm sorry. I was, I grew up with tail bears. It's going to be some real shit. That'll probably be the hardest thing for me to be able to break. Oh, God man. damn, nigga. So when I say, but I'm conscious of it and I've never been conscious of it before. And this is where I'm going with it. Torah makes you conscious of your actions. And it keeps you in a place where you're trying to do what's correct. And you're constantly reflecting on the, 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 the wrong you do. To the point where you had no choice. You kind of like, you start making movements. It really does perpetually change your, your actions. I found myself. And a whole lot of shit that, you know, me and God have been like, woo, 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 
now since I hear every word that I heard is, is a law, I mean, like, nigga, I gotta handle it. Bruh, hold on, some more shit coming because it really hit me too, but I'm gonna get there. Nigga, watch. Enlightening your heart and you keep turning back. Mm. Because afterwards your cup is full. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand? Hmm. I'm telling you, everything has a balance to it. Righteousness, holiness. Matter of fact, niggas, we was in the store extra long. Yeah? We were reading all the labels. Let me tell you, it was really funny too. Because normally I would be like, forget it. But now I'm really conscious of it. Because I was talking to my coworker today and I was like, you know, I'm really being conscious of, of, of the things we eat and, and trying our, my best not to, to eat certain stuff because um, one, it's not healthy. That's one. Number two, they be doing sneaky shit. And, and you just got to be, it takes the discipline. And I think that's really what Torah represents for me is discipline in a place where I've never had discipline. It's teaching me to discipline myself. And I think the beautiful part of it is me learning to discipline myself is making me feel so good in a place where I never felt disciplined. So I'm learning discipline just through hearing and being on, on top of the stuff that I know I should be doing. And I think that's the beautiful thing about it for me is I'm learning self-discipline. It took me this long to actually learn self-discipline. Even when I'm at work, I'm on top of my work. Everything. I ain't used to do none of this shit. I be at work lollygagging and shit. I get it eventually. <laughs> Nigga, I, I, when I tell you I'm self-disciplined in a way at work that I ain't never been in my whole motherfucking life, nigga, we talking about I go to work and not work. <laughs> I ain't even finna lie. Nigga, I be getting paid for nothing. Yeah, that just still a struggle last night. And then all of a sudden, Rabbi said, Mm-mm, you know that ain't right? Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. It ain't right? Damn. Yeah, that's right. Getting paid to do nothing. Do my work when I feel like doing it. Yeah, that ain't right. Yep, you right. Nigga, I've been on top of it. I got, I done got disciplined. Listen, listen, this is how disciplined my ass is, nigga. I take notes. Oh, nigga. I be checking off shit like, yep, I had to do this. Nope, now I got ADHD now, niggas. From time to time, I get sidetracked. But I learned to keep myself right on back in the thing. So I'm going to tell you, I've learned. I I am so blessed in this. I'm like, God, you really doing something? I can't wait to see what business. I'm like, God is making me, Taurus going to bring it. This is why these motherfuckers is good at business. Because it's in there. The practices and the things in, in which it's, it's something for everybody. So you, but see, my, the problem is Christian told you that everybody had to follow everything. Uh-uh, no, no, no. The there's laws for distinctive things. Mm-hmm. So if you in business, you got a laws that you adhere to for business practices. It don't attain the employees. Do you understand what I'm saying? Come with me. So you know. We were taught incorrectly, and it's because we weren't taught in the way of the people in the book. Not all the laws attain to everybody. Mm-hmm. 
Moving on. Has a balance to it, and this is what we need to <sighs> righteousness and father. And your eyes will open, and you will begin to see more and think different. Yeah. I said you'll begin to see more and think different. See? <laughs> That's exactly what I just said. Nigga. See more and think what? Differently. Yes. And that's exactly what the hell is happening. This is so well. Like, seriously, you know I've been trying to get your brother to listen to these oh. messages. I'll be like, nigga, we be all over here waiting. Did you did you get it yet? Nah. I'm like, much all right, learn. you gonna learn. Much to learn. Much to learn. <laughs> much. <clears throat> you gotta put your foot down. Don't complain to me about nothing until you get right with God. Come with it, now, nigga. Come on. You show that you respect God. Us and I don't want to hear jack from you. Complaining and you don't even listen to God. Your step towards God is so disrespectful even after you've been told. Ooh. Did you hear that, niggas? Did you hear that? Your steps towards God is still disrespectful even after you've been told what you're doing is incorrect or that you're being offensive or that you're hurting, that you're destroying, that you're doing stuff and people correct you by your actions and you still move disrespectfully even though somebody said you hurt me, even though somebody said, I know what you're doing, niggas, y'all still do it. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Wow. Woo! Niggas, oh, mm, you no. already niggas, no. niggas. No. Don't like to be told shit. Serious, man. Do you know what it is? Oh no, who who you think you are? Only God can judge me. Nah, niggas. Nah. Nah. He said I set judges and this and that over you. <laughs> Why would he said judges, niggas? To judge your ass. Alright. Because I'm one that will give you the shirt off my back, bro. But I will be firm about it. So if you receive from me and then don't count it as nothing because of my firmness, it's not me, it's you. Woo. Did you hear that? That's right. Meaning, niggas, you got the problem. You got the problem. And the problem is you can't be told shit. I don't understand why is it when somebody has some correction for you that will elevate you or that'll make room for you in certain areas. We be the first motherfuckers telling somebody, I don't give a damn. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do. I'm, 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 don't tell me. Or as Roland used to say. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Nigga, what would that shit? I'm like, Roland, stop thinking like that. You can't blame everybody for one person. My best friend, same thing. You can't blame everybody for what one person did to you. How how do you lump everyone in in that same space? 
that's not fair to other people. Even though I already gave to UNICEF, I'm just not doing it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the story for another day, nigga. You'll catch it later. You know my old lady <laughs> bought this building for me. He was so jo- he was no joke at all. He was fine. That's right. When you heard him, it was like, wow. But if he's right about a matter, if he's right, he's right. I told you one day because the man raised me. He's like my father, and we was raised up to respect. You understand what I'm saying? Especially in his house. He go to work and the table be set, the food be smelling, we be hungry, and we couldn't eat until he stepped foot in that house. And he had his settings. His chair was here. You understand? We was old-fashioned. Don't put your elbows on the table. I thought about your you ass. coming to the table with no hat on. Oh, that's all heaven. Huh? And we're going to pray. What he mean by that is sometimes elder speaks or does stuff that's harsh. But as you heard me say it before, if you see me doing something different from what you normally used to seeing me do, And it's not coming for me to do it. Judge me by my record. Don't judge me by the fucked up shit I might have done once or twice. Thrice. You know what I mean. Judge me by all of the things you saw me do. Lay it all out on the table so that you can judge me correctly by my actions towards you. And a lot of times we don't do that. We don't look at the whole person and their whole experience with you throughout the years and base your judgments on how many negative events that's taking place within your relationships with those people. Now, if motherfucker constantly doing some fucked up shit to you all the time, then nigga, yeah, they got to go. If they ain't right by you. We had to learn how to. um, Fair exchange ain't no robbery. 
fair exchange. Notice how I didn't say equal exchange. I said fair exchange. How we learn to work together in harmony to make one another happy. Notice I said make one another because we both supposed to be happy. There's supposed to be a fair exchange where both people feel what? Satisfied. Moving on, Nick. Moving on. You understand? So I went over to see if he cussed me out getting out the car. I ain't say nothing. I didn't put my head down. Why? Because we didn't handle it. We didn't do that stuff back then. How would I look talking to my father like that? A man that stood in my father's place. Even if my father was alive, he's my father's brother. So the, the best scene is to shut up. Huh? And I was like, I was like, I got the call. He called me all kind of things. And I came back the next day to see him. And he said, maybe I was a little rough. His actions. And that tells you a lot about a person who considers their actions towards you. They considered what they did and they understood they were correct in their movements. They made correction. It's funny. I say it again. Most black people don't apologize nor make amends for their wrongdoings to someone else. They stand in it. Ten toes deep. You know that's what y'all say, right? Y'all make offenses and say, I stand in it ten toes deep. Right? And what does that mean? I stand by what I've done. Even though I know I hurt you. Even though I've offended you. I'm okay with doing that to you. That's exactly the fuck that means. When you hurt or you intentionally do do something to someone to cause them pain or hurt, and you say you okay with what you did, that meant you have no respect, nor do you care about the the feelings of the person that you... Offended. Yeah. You're okay with your actions. You don't find any wrongdoing. But remember, God sees. And you're going to be accountable for your actions. So when you go out doing wrong, you better respect or expect what you to reap what you sowed. Y'all forget about that part, right? God said he'll forgive you, but it didn't say you wouldn't pay for what you did. So every time you go out offending and standing in those principles of offense, you just racking up shit. Yeah. Moving on. But don't keep taking from a person, taking from a person. You understand? And then when stuff don't go your way, that person ain't no good. You understand what I'm saying? I guess we in sync, ain't we? Because we go as far as moving on somebody 
for you or with you. And that's putting our life on the line. Oof. And Father. the same ones, I know men ain't like they used to be. So I adjust to that. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? But damn. But damn. <laughs> damn. Damn. Niggas be damn. Damn, damn, damn. Gotta be something of old time blessing. That's why they say elders. You understand what I'm saying? We to the point now to where anything that you put your foot down on, you're wrong. Right. Huh? Losers get trophies. After the race is over, cars are parked back on the street and the lights are on and here you come. And you get a trophy? (laughs) (laughs) Race is over, here you come. They're sissifying every damn thing. Masculinity became a curse. You understand what I'm saying? There isn't such thing as man is the king of the castle. Come on now. And it was always like that. Why do you think we had sayings about women who wear the pants around here? Obviously, I couldn't say that. We couldn't have said that if you wore pants. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Well, shit, neither one of them wore pants back then, goddamn. But still, we got to know <laughs> and hold tight to. That's right. And that would fit in our return to God. That's it. Let's go to Leviticus. <sighs> chapter 15. He was speaking so much, your ass just breathe when he said, let's go to Leviticus. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> like the hurts going to stop. Nigga, no, it's not. It's not what say. This nigga breathe well, like. People think oh, that's a law of the day that really exists, but we can't get around it because we use public transportation. Get ready. Or we go to people's houses that know nothing about this law, and we sit anywhere. So what I say, that if.
practicing this law. And in me practicing this law, you're going to protect me from certain things. The book I
minds bring before God? Mm-hmm. And you got, and we got to learn how God let this happen. If there's a God, why did our God kill and make alive? That word was there before most of us were born. It was given to us. I to go kill and make alive. I wounded, I healed. And there's none that can deliver out of my head. What he's telling you, whether it's good or bad, it comes from God. That's why don't you want to shield your house? How you want to shield your house? You got a bullcrap wife. How you want to shield your house? You got a bullcrap husband. Okay, come on. How you going to protect your house is what he's saying. Then if your eyes open up and hugs on and you want your child, court's going to give her the child and some of your money. Come on now.
be his uncleanliness and his issue, whether his flesh run with his issue or his flesh be stopped from his issue, it is his uncleanliness. It's your uncleanliness. You're unclean. Acknowledge that. Acknowledge that. For real. And sometimes you don't have to catch these claps or syphilis or something from doing something. You could have sat the wrong place. That is true. Huh? That's why I tell you your ass don't go nowhere. Yeah. Keep your shit at home. That's that's I know this guy caught it that I know. Come on. Verse 4. <laughs> Every bed whereon he that hath the issue lieth shall be unclean. Shaking hands today. That's why I just do the sleeve thing. Don't grab my fingers, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
church is known as the church of secularism mm-hmm. um christianity itself is actually secularism if you no doubt if you want um, no doubt about that it's all over the place in that, that if place. you really um researched it so what they allow. Yes. basically it's already telling you that it's a profane thing yes oh yeah 
convocation. Don't come here with your unclean, even if it ain't Shabbat. You and your mother keep your body. You're polluted. Why would you come here with your uncleanness upon you? Between the unclean and the clean. Yeah, you're supposed to teach the children of that. Teach the children of Israel that. The difference between clean and unclean. Because when you're unclean, you're further from God. So why would you deliberately spread it? And why would you unmindfully obtain it? You don't even consider. Oh, see, I'm clean out there. And I'm going to say my prayers. I want, when I say my prayers on the closing of my day, I want to be close to God. That's right. Huh? Yeah, we don't have it like our father has. We can go sleep somewhere else and we can go do this and go do that. But I tell you, God-fearing people make a difference. God-fearing people make a difference. I want to continue to grow in this way of life. So what comes to mind is what, and it's right after consideration, it has to be mentioned. Come on. And that you may teach the children of Israel all the statutes which the Most High your God have spoken unto them by the hand of Moshe. So we're commanded to make a difference between clean and unclean. We're commanded to teach it to the children of Israel. That's right. So come on, let's go back to Leviticus 15. Family, we're returning back to Leviticus chapter 15, beginning back at verse 12. May we all say hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the earthen vessel which he have hath the issue toucheth shall be broken, and every vessel of wood shall be rinsed in water. seven days for his cleansing and wash his clothes and he shall bathe his flesh in running water. In water. Ain't that what the doctor tell you? 
Take them pills and you're going to clean you seven days. Don't even drink no alcohol. Huh? Where did she come from? Ain't that the number that the physician gives you? <laughs> when you when you got the stuff. No, this is from the word of God. Teach us on our sin. But this a proper understanding come from God. That's right. That's right. Things we need to know. Mm-hmm. Come on. And he shall bathe his flesh and run in water, and shall be clean. Verse 14. And on the eighth day he shall take to him two turtle doves or two young pigeons. And come before the Most High our God unto the door of the tent of meeting, and give them unto the priests. And the priest shall offer them the one for a sin offering. Sin offering. You have sin upon you. Because <laughs> you done done something wrong to get it. You understand what I'm saying? That's how you got it. Since from now, in those how you get how you get the clip when offerings were legit and accepted. That's what we had to do. We completed uh, our cleanliness by bringing up our offering, which was very cheap, two turtle doves and pigeons. Things we need to know, family. This is no joke. God wanted you, all right, so now that you think you're clean, now bring up a sin offering. So I can don't see this upon you no more. Yeah? Yes, sir. It's important, family, that we think deeper than today's times. This law is greater than hearing it and not considering it. Hearing it and not meditation and not meditating on it. Verse 15, and the priest shall offer them, the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering, and the priest shall make atonement for him before the Most High will guard for his issue. You understand, no matter, lives are being taken so that you can be clean. You understand? You think the pigeons want to burn up? and water and be unclean unto the evening. Yeah. It's the flow of seed. You know what that seed is. <laughs> That's that seed that make that baby. What is that baby? That's what it's talking about. By chance the flow of seed go out by you by a dream. And you wake up like on the glue trap. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the glue trap! What the fuck is 
glue trap. Hey, what? what? The glue trap. Wake up on the glue trap. Okay. Verse 17. And every garment and every skin whereon is the flow of seed shall be washed with water and be unclean until the evening. Okay. Now everything that 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 the flow of seed gets on has to be what? Washed. I didn't hear you. Washed. Okay, so we understand that, right? Yes, sir. That's it. <laughs> Y'all little Jackie, Jackers. <laughs> Come on. Verse 18. The woman also with whom a man shall lie carnally, they shall both bathe themselves in water and be unclean unto the evening. And be unclean unto the evening. Huh? Be unclean all day. So that means you have to wash up in order to be clean. You have to get up and wash yourself. Thoroughly wash yourself. Something transfers. It's going to wash the part. <laughs> no, hear me, man. You know, back in the days, man. No, this is a godliness. This ain't because you got to get washed yourself. Why? Because it's wrong to be at a party and meet somebody and have sex with them because it's a party night. Because you ain't allowed to make whores out the door that's a Zion. So if there ain't a commitment behind your sex, why are you having sex? Oh, shit, now. Oh, shit. Pause. Pause, niggas, now. Did that hurt somebody's feelings? I hope he's saying that any one of y'all went out here and lay with some woman. You are not allowed to make her a whore. You're supposed to marry her. You are. According to scripture, if you lay with her. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, what was it? Yes. You're not doing right by her. You're not doing right by God. Mm-hmm. He said you're not supposed to make dark whores out of the daughters of Zion. Right. Meaning when you lay with a woman and you don't marry her, goddamn, you'd have made a whore out of your ooh, mm-mm. Come on now. That's why I yeah. care to understand like how brothers go into women that don't serve God. Oh Woo! Did you hear that, miss? Never. Did you hear? Did you hear that? Mm. Woo! We will. We will. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Be spreading it out like that. Yeah, okay. Okay. But he putting he putting responsibility on the man's ass. Yes. Alright. There got to be a commitment. Huh? I don't think nigga man ready to hear that one. <sighs> Yes. 
And if a woman have an issue, and her issue in her flesh be blood, she shall be in her impurity seven days. Now they talk about a woman on her monthly. Even if she just fought, she's unclean seven days. Seven days from the day it starts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. And whosoever touches her shall be unclean until the evening. And whoever touches her is unclean until the evening. Because it normally takes about seven days for it to be unclean. And you come back in and you touch her, you unclean. So there was separation. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? We can't make monthly because we can't make that comment inacceptable. Without having some kind of way to acknowledge that your wife is on her monthly. The congregation can't. You have to consider that. God teaches when you consider and think of things that you have done and the way you felt about this. But God knows in your heart that you want to be better. He brings to mind what you've done. Yes, sir. What I've done. That's right. What we got. Yes. You understand? And, he, and that's called, doesn't that wisdom call? It goes back to what I said earlier. It makes you recant your actions that you do that are incorrect. And one who does not have ability to look in themselves and say, I'm wrong or feel wrong from their actions. Is irredeemable because you don't have an ability to see your wrong. They call them socio and psychopaths. Alright. And understand and put forth her voice in the top of her place by the way where the path meets she standing beside the gate at the entry of the city after coming in at the door. God talk to you anywhere. Yes he does. And he cried aloud. He said unto you old men do I call. Yes he Why? The man. And my voice is to the sons of men. Because you're responsible for carrying it out and make sure it's done. It's your responsibility to carry out and make sure it's done in the home. You are responsible for guiding and leading the house. So basically what he's saying is when your wife out here doing all kind of ungodly things, unclean things, it's your responsibility to deal with her about what she's doing incorrectly. Now, if you got the kind of woman you can't tell shit to, then that's on you. Mm. 
But you're supposed to be able to correct one another in a way. Just saying. Come on. Oh, my bad. Okay. So Verse 20. And everything that she lieth upon in her impurity shall be unclean. Everything also that she sitteth upon shall be unclean. Everything that she sit on and lie on becomes unclean. Everything. Let's go. And whosoever toucheth her blood shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean yeah. unto the evening. If that monthly blood get on you, <laughs> you unclean. <laughs> Land in the bed. In the ground. Come on. And whosoever toucheth anything that she sitteth upon shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. But if you touch her blood, microbial things. Mm -hmm. This is where this comes from. Mm -hmm. And remember, the scripture tell you about blood anyway. Mm -hmm. Not being contaminated with it, not eating it, drinking it, knowing that there's life force in it. So when you understand, it's like science is now catching up with biblical shit. And what I mean by that is, it's like how the scriptures tell a woman she shouldn't be lying around, but it literally tells you that a woman who is extremely promiscuous, the, the semen that's implanted in her chemically changes her, her genetic makeup. So the more semen has been added, the more... It changes, but it causes mental instability. And you wonder why you be with these women that be sleeping around all the time while they instable in the mind. Nigga, goddamn. It just goes back to that whole situation again. Uh, shit, niggas. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny how scripture is being proven by science today, but a lot of people are not connected to science to even understand how much it's literally being proven to be true. All of the things God told us not to do is starting to be justified in science. That's the crazy shit about this. And all you heard is Christians complain about Torah and Torah and the laws and principles that were said is, is actually being proven to be true by science. But I bet you'll never hear a Christian say it. Because most of them motherfuckers don't know. But I'd be in there tearing their ass up in that damn office. Shit. I'd be tearing that ass up. You won't clean like she is. Come on. And if he be on the bed or on anything whereon she sitteth, when he toucheth it, he shall be unclean unto the evening. And if any man lie with her, and that's why I am laying in bed with each other during that time. He shall be unclean seven days. It's her respect to him. You got the monthly uncleanness like she do. Huh? That's a bad motorcycle. You can't even tell. Tell that. I'm unclean. But you unclean. I said, how you unclean today? And every bed whereon he lieth shall be unclean. Yeah, so he gonna contaminate he everything in this bed. He become it. like her. You understand, family? So you got to be careful. You got to be mindful, man, of how we go before God and how we deliberately go before God. 
how we deliberately don't care. Come on now. And how we deliberately tell certain laws to go to hell. Ooh. Because that's my way. Come on. That was back then. Better, better, huh? <laughs> Let's go, family. Verse 25. And if a woman have an issue of her blood many days, not in the time of her impurity. Or Beyond her time. Out of her time. Come on. Or if she has an issue beyond the time of her impurity. Of the issue Ooh, of her pause. She, Niggas. You know where I'm finna go with this, don't you? <laughs> Ooh, niggas. Ooh. Her touching JC. The woman with the issue of blood. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a violation, nigga. Yes, it was. She should have never done it. She should not have. It was out of line. It was. Ooh-wee. Ooh, that was that's woo. All right. Mm-hmm. Shall be as in the days of her. And she touched she others. She touched everybody. Was unclean. Goddamn. Because yeah. she pressed she through the people. Her as the yes. bed of her purity. And everything whereon she sitteth shall be on clean. So now she's going to be on seven days now. You understand? Yeah. And this one is different. Watch. Come on. As the uncleanliness of her impurity, verse 27, and whosoever toucheth those things shall be unclean and wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean unto the evening. But if she be cleansed of her issue, then she shall number to herself seven days, and after that she shall be clean. Yeah, because she went beyond her time. If she's cleansed of her issue, she got to number another seven days. You hear? Okay, teach us how not to. Come on. Verse 29. Which helps you to understand that what the Jews teach is incorrect. Yes. Because they say, after your period's over, you're seven days. Is extended, which will make 14 in total. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And on the eighth day, she shall take unto her two turtle doves. But she didn't have to do that before. On the seventh day. And on the eighth day, she shall take unto her two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, and bring them unto the priest to the door of the tent of meeting. And the priest shall offer the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering. And the priest shall make atonement for her before the Most High will go. But you also had to look at this. This is this not just if it's impure. It also is when women have babies because they bleed for longer than seven days. So it's ensuring that she is fully healed mm -hmm. before they start engaging in intercourse again. Mm -hmm. And this is why mm -mm, six weeks. It's the reason why. Yep, it's the reason why the the Torah fits that same narrative that the doctor tell a woman not to have sex mm -hmm. for six weeks because it takes six weeks for the womb to heal. Yeah. All of these things medically line up. Yeah. With scripture, and it's funny how people just don't understand that, and they be in their feelings because they want to do certain things that they want to do because they they're used to being told what they do now is correct. And what this is, is incorrect. Right. It's a reason why all of that was set in motion 
And I bet you it's a scientific situation behind everything that was told. Because you what this is what you keep finding as you read, you realize if you if you if you like into science, you'll connect it. But if you're not, you're not gonna understand. Moving. A light thing. It's not a light thing how we disregard. If you grow your daughters up with the Lord not in their heart and with the Lord not being rehearsed within their heart, soul, and mind, it's not. It's good starting teaching them when they're young. Because they'll wind up because then they like got, they know what to do. Show up to a gathering on their monthly. <laughs> Right. 
and lose and use his boss ability to rule and rig her. He don't fear God. <laughs> Come on, brother. That's what happened to the Israelite dudes, man. Nineteen wives and don't even do the law. <laughs> That's the only law you keep. The nineteen wives. Wives. <laughs> you know you ain't bought a box of pampers since day one. Things 
saying? We so far behind that don't allow us to obtain the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that we supposed to have. for the temple, that's exactly what they was doing. They were were singing and praising God so loud that their enemies came trying to figure out what's going on. What y'all doing? Have you ever seen churches singing? You can hear that damn church all the way down the street. (laughs) Yeah. And that's just that one church. Imagine when you have a group of us collectively as one nation singing and praising God with a loud voice. Do you understand? They were so excited to be back into their land and to hear the Torah being spoke and taught to them because they were not, they didn't have, they weren't, they didn't have access to it. They were, they were in captivity and they were coming back home and they were being taught their heritage and they were so ecstatic about it. 
Matter of fact, they, they didn't even, they ain't cut up no more after that. But the word of God already had went up that they was going to have to deal with this, you know, the shit they had done. They was going to have to pay for it. It, it. You know, he said it was when they would be comfortable and everything would be good. When that last thing came upon them. Give it all glory. Give all praise. To the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the great mighty revered God, the most high God, maker, owner, possessor of heaven and earth, and all that in it is. He is Lord of the universe, who reigned every creature, yet performed at the time when all things were made by his desire, big king. After all things should have had it, he alone, the dreaded one, should reign, who was, who is, who will be in glory. He's one. He's Keep one. that in mind. There's no second to compare to him to consult with him. He's without beginning. He's without end. To him belongs strength and dominion. He's our God, our Redeemer. Woo! I ain't gonna get to what I was supposed to do today. But I felt like it was necessary. Cause sometimes we don't we don't be thinking about stuff. And my title this is Are You Really the Head of Your House? Are you? And when you think about all the things that 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 um the brother said all of the things he talked about and I know most of y'all gonna have an issue with the cleanness and uncleanness and you be trying to figure out why why is that why do we need to isn't it useless but remember who told you it was useless bring that to mind that's one also remember I ain't already told you whatever you hear me say you can go check for yourself Matter of fact, I think I'll tag two things in um in this feed. One will be that article about the um multiple partners. And the other one will be that video on education. If you don't understand how critical it is to value your relationship in God right now, and if you can't see because you didn't heard me saying shit's going to get worse, and I've been preaching this thing for like about what shit. We started this when COVID started. Yeah. Shit. What was that like three years ago? Yeah. Damn near three years ago now. I've been doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. And um. And you've been hearing all of the things I said come to pass, and you ain't really caught it yet. I don't know what to say. What I got from this, seriously, is him holding men accountable for their role in the lives of their significant others and their family home. And telling them they should have a standard in the way they instruct. 
I also heard him talk about a woman being obedient to her man's word. And the importance of her being up under that headship. I also heard him say how they should be one and hold one another accountable for their actions in their righteousness by instructing each other and holding each other accountable for the things they do against the word of God. And if you're not operating in this space, then you have some things to consider. Because I ain't telling y'all what to do no more. Y'all just got to learn to consider some things. If your life is working for you and everything you're doing is fine, then maybe you don't need to consider nothing. But if all the things you've been hearing all this time and it's growing you spiritually and mentally, then maybe there's something you should be considering. But you can't do it half-assedly because we pick and choose what we want to do. We pick and choose certain things we want to work on. And then we just put everything else on the balance. When you stand before God, he going to tell you. Well, you, you slipped here. Why, would you, why, would you, why did you slip right there? When you know you should have been making corrections in all areas where you were wrong. But you thought to yourself, I'm going to put this off. And I'm not going to focus on that right now. Well, you can't do that. Because doing that shows impartiality. You can't be impartial with God. You either be all in or all out. You can't be impartial. These are things you got to consider and marinate on. Anyway, I didn't hear y'all long enough. Salim, Shalom, Shalom, whichever one you choose. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hurt feelings and I didn't mean to hurt feelings and do some tail bearing and all that other shit. Yeah, I've been been here thinking about a whole bunch of shit I didn't say. But you know, I can't change what I said. I can only fix and move forward and do better. All right, I love y'all. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Peace.